This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about the movies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him, squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent him here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. DJ, DJ. Esther. Beast, bass, fuck. S-T-T-T. in the building. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You look so beautiful. Gemma has a wave in her hair like the wave in the ocean. She's got a beautiful red lip that's plum like plum wine. False lashes. as I've gone, yeah, the whole thing today because we were recording videos for yep. my YouTube channel. So, Stunning. Uh, welcome to I Think My Fridge is Haunted. Ooh. It's season four. Season four, episode something. I think it's four. Damn. Yeah, four. Damn. Uh, so, what's this new podcast that you're uh, telling oh me about? Oh, my God. So, I'm obsessed with um, my dad wrote a porno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. And they were interviewing, they had guests on called Joan and Jerrica. Yeah. And the podcast is called Dear Joan and Jerrica. And it's just two ladies answering questions from the general public in England. And holy shit, it is out of this world. All right, I'm checking it out. You have to listen to it. <laughs> have to listen to okay. it. I'm, I'm not going to say anything else, but if you want to laugh and want to like cringe at the same time, do it. Yep. Yep, it's incredible. Yep, I'm always looking out for new podcasts. You will, it's so funny. It's so they're two comedians, but their alter egos are Joan and Jerrica, two lady doctors. Well, they're not even certified doctors. I don't know what they are. Therapists, sex therapists, genital therapists. I think that's what they describe <laughs> themselves as. Incredible. So, um, did you? You're in True Crime Society on Facebook, aren't you? Yes. Did you see that thing that they put up this morning about the dude that was putting the body parts in the forest? No. Did you tag me? No, I didn't on this one. I just thought I'd tell you about it instead. Do it. True Crime Society is nuts. Like the stuff oh, that they put the up stuff there. Is and pretty wild, yeah. And the comments are like no holds barred. Like if you cannot mm. handle the heat, get out of the fire. Yeah, and the thing with Facebook groups is if you can't handle the heat and if you're one of those people that are like, mm, too squirmy, you yeah. Get- I'm offended and that kind of thing. You just have to like like, suck it up, leave the group if you don't like something. Yeah. It's definitely a place where people say exactly what's on their mind, even if it's an unpopular opinion. Completely. But uh, so how about this? Uh, Walter Mitchell, 59, is the former owner of a cadaver management business Mm. called Future Gen X. The business, which handled bodies for medical research, had recently shut down. This is in Seattle, by the way. And he had apparently left Seattle with the remains of five individuals, according to a media release uh, by the Yavapai County Sheriff's Office. So then um, he goes 
1,300 miles mm. to Arizona. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Authorities were contacted on December 26 following the discovery of two human limbs in a wooded area. And then deputies searched the area to reveal 24 dismembered body parts. Wow. The next day, Prescott authorities received another call, this time from a hunter who had discovered two human freaking heads. Oof, that's a hard one to find. In a forest almost two hours from the initial crime scene. So this is like, this dude goes to Arizona, dumps some stuff, then he drives two hours so away, dumps some more stuff. Is he murdering or are these his cadavers that are part of his business? Well, th- okay. So <laughs> further investigation unearthed three other severed heads. Um, and they also found... Um, what they call puppy pads, which are used to treat incontinent patients, like in mm, hospital. Puppy pads, yeah. So they think, like, there's a serial killer and they're, like, working overtime to figure out what's going on. And in, over the next two, two days, they determine the source of 28 total dismembered remains. Okay. And I don't know how they did it, but they finally pinpoint this dude, Walter Mitchell. Mm. He was arrested and he was charged with 28 counts of abandoning or concealing a dead body. Right. Um, the, the cop said, it's not much that could surprise me anymore, but this news makes me sick, especially for the families of those whose remains were found. Um, and apparently he's retiring on Friday after more than three decades in law enforcement. Right, the cop. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him. So basically this dude, his cadaver science business Mm. is closed and he's basically thought, all right, I'm going to cut them up, drive across the country and dump them in forests. It's weird. It is. I just, what, what did he think would happen? I don't know. We're going to keep an eye on this weird story. What a dumbass, number one. Stupid um, dumbass. Like, people want cadavers, for one thing. Go to a well, body farm. Sell them to a body farm. Well, I mean, them. yeah, I mean, there's a number of things that you can do with, 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 with bodies. Um, yeah, exactly. But the weird thing is, like, you know, we could be reading this and going, oh, classic, you know, someone's found a head and it came for this cadaver business or whatever, but... Say you know someone that's passed away recently and they donated their body to science. Like, that could be yeah, someone... Up, it would there's be no horrendous. way that the families or the friends of that person would know exactly where that cadaver is. That could be in any hospital. Yeah. It could be at the body farm. It could be anywhere. Because when you donate your body to science, you don't know necessarily what they're going to do mm. with you. Mm. could be anything. Um, so, yeah, it was just a weird story I thought you might it's like. upsetting. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I've got a little announcement because by the time this episode is out, hopefully there'll be more promotion. Mm -hmm. But um, I have five solo one-hour shows as part of the Midsummer Festival. Ooh, wow. It'll be called Club Pistol. And I think at this stage it's running from the 26th of April to the 1st of May. Okay, so Midsummer's been moved. It's been moved. Back from what it normally is. Yes. Okay. So, guys, come and buy a ticket. It's going to be really weird. It's not traditional burlesque or drag. It's it's an art 
like it's performance art. Rad. Yeah, it's going to be fucking crazy. Oh my god, yeah. amazing! Well, I think all literally all the fridges are going to be there. <laughs> I bloody hope so. It's going to be real, real weird. It'll be set to a Japanese DJ, real like industrial kind of nineties punk. Um, lots of paint, lots of black lights, lots of kind of scary themes. It's going to be fun. Do you know what venue it's going to be at? The Norla Dome or something. I don't. It's know in like a heritage listed theater. In Melbourne, in the city. yeah. Well, we'll be there. Fuck yeah, absolutely, we'll be there. We'll that, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll be promoting well it soon, like more officially. But right now, it's kind of, it's it's in the works. Where my beautiful friend Tim from Blanket Pop, he's taking this on tour next year. Really? Yeah. So wow, it's good. It's whoa shit. Almost fell off my chair. Um also I'll be in Adelaide Fringe Festival. So if you're in Adelaide, come and um come down and see me. Hi. When's that? That's in March. Cool. Early Jeez, you're gonna be busy. Early first week of March. Awesome. Yes. Well done. I mean And are you touring with Blanket Pop for, yes. for Fringe? Fringe and I'm doing Shake It. Oh, cool. Yeah. Who's producing that? Um, Minnie Andrews. Excellent. Yeah, she's cute. She's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so excellent. That's exciting. So grab your tickets. La 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 la. Yeah. Head to um my Instagram at pistolina underscore if you want tickets to some shows. Seeing that COVID is kind of like lifting a little bit, but not. Yeah. So shows are coming back. Yeah. Yep, support your artists. I'm Yay. looking forward to it. Thanks yes. from Freezer. Thanks from the Freezer. <laughs> Just getting on Google. Don't forget, we also uh, we, we also accept opinions from the Freezer now as well. Oh, okay then. Well, I've stop. Um, I'll stop googling because I have an opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trump is a cunt. That's my opinion. Um, and I hate him. So much. And all if you're a Trump supporter and you listen to us, don't. Um, just yeah. don't, okay? I saw an uh, article today that a Trump supporter in Florida somehow carved the word Trump Dude, into a manatee. I freaking saw it. It was horrible. So a beautiful manatee that are endangered was swimming around Florida with someone had scraped the word Trump into its back. I mean, the Trump supporters are, like, almost worse than he is. Oh, completely. Yeah, so filthy people, filthy, filthy, disgusting. How dare you do that to a living animal, you know? Screw you guys. Fuck you, Trump. That's my opinion. Boom, mic drop. I think it's absolutely validated. Yeah, I mean... You wouldn't see someone in Australia doing that with Julia Gillard's name. That'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb thing to do, carve Trump in a manatee. I mean, right? it's They're in like the, the elephant of the water, ocean. dickhead. How, would, how did they hold its – I don't even want to know the like – Manatees are pretty chill creatures. They're like, so There's not much peaceful. that it would have been able to do. But what a dickhead. Absolute assholes. Absolute asshole. Yeah, so disgusting. Yeah, if you um if you support that type of work, um, we don't need you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm happy to say, 
You You're can, fired. Yeah, you can fuck off. <laughs> so I've got a fact. What? All our sound effects are gone. So I like my facts to reflect the story that I'm telling. So uh, here is a list of famous people from Tennessee. Oh, how exciting. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. Uh-huh. Megan Fox. Great. Dolly Parton. Yes. Tina Turner. Uh-huh. And Johnny Knoxville. I do love Johnny Knoxville. I thought you would. I love Dolly. Tina Turner is a bit of a, a fun gal. Um, <laughs> Miley Cyrus has turned... Look, she turned hot when she got that mullet. I love Miley. I've loved her for... I've never... Probably since Can't Be Tamed. Yeah, I've always disagreed with her until she kind of got like real like... I thought you would have been a big Miley fan. No, really? I, I hate Disney Channel bullshit. No, no, no. But that's that's a long time ago. I like new Miley, Miley when she got the, like, when she did that um mother's daughter with the red like I, leotard. I would have that's when that, I was like, okay, okay, okay. I would have okay. thought you'd be into her like back from bangers and stuff. No. Wow. No, no, no. So I'm, I'm I'm only just a recent Miley fan. She's great. Yeah, she's, she's a lot of fun. She's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. She's um, really cool, and she's all about like. You know, rights for people to use marijuana products and LGBT and animal rights. Yes. She does it all. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan. Yep. And her sister has had a really beautiful horse. Her sister's like really into horse riding. Oh, really? I'm always like, I'm a horse girl at heart, which is embarrassing. But I fit the stereotype and so does the sister. So I'm like, yeah, you go girl. Speaking of Tina Turner, uh, how are you finding the new series of, of Rue? Season 13. Oh, um, I'm a little bit, look, um, Got Mick, I've been following for a few years now mm-hmm. and they're absolutely incredible. Absolutely amazing the, styling skills. Insane. And they're the first um, female born trans yes. contestant, which hell yeah. But um, When they said that, I was like. Oh, this is new. Awesome. Yeah. Because I think they've been campaigning for a while for oh, com- he's like had a lot more of- gender diversity on the show. Yeah. I mean, it's still – it's a great start. Mm. There still isn't – because I'm pretty sure Got Mick is identifying as a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still don't think Rue will get drag kings on or anyone who's AFAB. No. Uh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, well, look, you never know. There's there's hope like the um, I think there's a lot of pressure now. But no, I look. I watched the first episode, and I haven't watched it since. Namely, because I've been so busy. I've been writing assignments and. Well, there's only jobs. two episodes out. Are you anyway. serious? Well, at the time of recording, there's only two right. episodes out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, at the end of episode two, because like this season is so different. It like the whole formula is it's completely bizarre, it? different. I love it because for a few seasons now, I've been like, change it up, or like it's so formulaic. It's been, yeah. it's been over a decade. Like, yeah change it up a little bit and this one is completely what I wanted it's completely different I love it and you don't know what's going to happen next I and I think that's the thing Rue has to kind of keep up with the drag world because the drag mm-hmm. world is changing heaps yep. at the moment it's so true isn't it it's constantly morphing and at the moment I think especially over 2020 mm-hmm. drag has kind of taken a different form and everyone's going crazy and yeah but got Mick isn't incredible um so amazing yeah 
And did you hear that Rue is coming to Australia and actually hosting the Australian drag race? Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, I'm allowed. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's. You just had to check your brain, know, didn't you? You're no. like, oh, uh, was I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was on social media. Are you freaking serious? Yeah, so that's a massive, huge deal. And I think, um, Maybe it's because Australian drag queens are really fucking great. Yeah. We've got, like, some of the quirkiest, most traditional drag queens in the world. Like, Rue didn't even go to Canada. No. And that's right next door. No, so I, true. I just want to know. Or Holland. Uh, Rue didn't go to Holland, did No, uh, nor Thailand. I actually or... haven't watched the Holland one me yet. Neither. I've hardly been watching Drag Race. Rue's kind of pissing me off. But, um. That's such good news. Well, they've, I, I believe they're filming it as of this week. Yes. In New Zealand. Yes, correct. Uh, so the person that I was talking to about this at Hop Shop in Frankston, shout out, uh, great beer. <laughs> they do a very famous drag queen's hair who you know, you've met. Oh, can you give me, can you make a rhyme with their name? Um. Smart Simone, Marin from Baron Manance. from Crimeants. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and 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 <laughs> like, yeah. So you know, they were telling me all about how filming's starting soon and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I've heard it's so many rumors. So I heard that Art was going to be hosting. Yeah. I've heard That's all this stuff. And then she kind of looked at me like. She gave me this, she didn't tell me anything, but she gave me this look like, you have no idea. <laughs> I think I know a few queens that are on it. I'm going to have to meow out so much of this conversation. Yeah. I freaking love it. Yeah. There's a few <laughs> Melbourne queens I'm pretty certain are on it. I can't and then there are some that I thought were on it, but they're, they're in gigs with me during the filming. So yeah. it's like, you're not on it. All I right. might actually release that as a, as a, as a uh, ice cube. <laughs> no, we'll just keep it oh, in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just we'll keep it in there. So I don't want like all the drag queens being like, oh, they don't listen to us. Some do. do, do they? Some queens do. <gasps> what do we know? What do we know? We're just two. We're just perpetuating rumors that we've heard literally from hairdressers. We're just two gassy, gossy gals. Mm-hmm. 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 And she sips her chai latte. What As, is that? Yeah, it's a um, it's a pumpkin oh, spice ice latte. Where'd you get a pumpkin spice on the peninsula? Um, I have my sources. I have a powdered one. I also have one that's a syrup. Oh. I get them online. Oh, well, guess what? I live five minutes from a Starbucks now. I know, right? I get Uber Eats for everything. Do they have any uh, pumpkin spice left? I don't know. I, it's the one thing I don't order from Starbucks. Oh. Do you know, I prefer my pumpkin spice that I make at home. to. What one. does pumpkin spice taste like? I've never oh, had it. Oh, it's really weird. It's like a sweet, spicy, but not chai spicy. I'll make you one. You know what? I will make you one. Does it taste like pumpkin? Not really. Does it taste like Halloween? Next time we record, mm-hmm. I am going to make you a pumpkin spice latte. I'll bring it to the studio. I'll bring it to the studio. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll make you. I can't we'll make do anything. It. We'll, um, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do a live tasting. Okay, it'll just be ASMR of me going. Ugh, it's <laughs> disgusting. You might like it. You might not. I'll probably yeah yeah I'll pro- um, yeah yeah I'll like it. Yeah, Sahan makes me eat a lot of things that I usually like without. If I wasn't dating a beautiful Chinese girl, I would not be eating the things she's making me eat. So what some kind of thing like uh for example stinky tofu. What it's. 
tofu that stinks, but it the flavor is good. Is and that the, actually called stinky tofu? Stinky tofu. Do you have to go to like a special place to buy it? No, no, it's just. Oh, it's, it's something you can make in a pan. Uh, I don't know how to make it, but it's just it's like a thing on a lot of Chinese menus. Oh, you order it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. You don't go to the field and find a tofu plant that's stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then another thing is like, the, the, uh, I don't even know what they're called, but they're like these sacks and inside the sacks are like, <laughs> like foamy fish, What? but with like, um, Tobacco eggs all through the, like, it's like biting, like it's the same consistency as tofu, but it's all seafood and it's shaped like a money bag. Like yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. One of those little money bag um, little fried things that you and can like, get, but not. I've been having lots of like eggs that are like brown because they're just saturated in soy sauce. And before I wouldn't, I'd be like, no, that, no. But I'm like, God damn. That's so cool. Food. Yeah. I love it. I'm so glad that you guys live like in the center of Melbourne because can you imagine if like she had moved out to the peninsula and ordering Chinese, she'd be like, what the hell is this? Oh, we, yeah. At the time she'd come <laughs> to the peninsula and she'd order, order Chinese. It was horrendous. Like no offense to Chinese restaurants on the peninsula. Some of you are really good. But some of you. <laughs> but I cannot imagine that she'd be able to get stinky tofu in Frankston. No, no, no. It's just like fried just rice and shrimp. Yeah. It, like. Yeah, very whitewashed. Well, there's like this – it's incredible. There's this whole network of um, Chinese delivery services that only specify for Chinese people. Really? And you can order anything. And I'm, to- I'm telling you, anything. It's like the black market. Oh, and they anything. will deliver it within like forty minutes. Like, um, I had food poisoning once, and Sahan. It was one in the morning, and Sahan ordered me Panadol, and it came at like one thirty in the morning. What to our door? Literally, and then, like a secret password. Literally, I don't know Jeez, where they cut the like co- network. Yeah, we we got vape. Yeah, I'm vaping now because I'm trying to get off cigarettes. Yeah, that's great. And vape that vape. Vape the. I've got it in my pocket. It's great. Do you it's, have flavors? Yeah. Look how pretty it is. It looks like an iPod Nano. Whoa, that's like. It's that looks like a USB or something. Yeah, right. It's like a long USB. But Sahan's <laughs> like, "Hey, do you want to get a vape?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Um, and I was kind of preparing to get it because on Mornington Peninsula terms, it's like if you order something, you'll get it in a month. <laughs> and I got home from work and they were all there. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's She's so like, cool. yeah, yeah, I got it delivered within like 30 minutes. She had like a whole collection of vapes. Vaping is just not really a massive thing in Australia. Like it's almost it's super lame. Upon. Yeah, it's cringy as hell. You go to the UK, freaking everyone has a vape in their hand. It's cringy, but it helps with... I don't um, think it's cringy. If it helps you give up and if that's your goal if, if your goal is to give up and it helps you well how can anyone say that that's wrong well i'm smoking like probably the equivalent to three packs of cigarettes in, uh. within like three days because it's so easy to smoke but mm. i don't know i think the health benefits are better i don't know it's potentially i don't it know could be. is nicotine we'll find out in or is 30 it smoke? years i have no idea chris is she's got the Nicotine sweats. The stress nicotine sweats. (laughs) All right. um, Sorry, guys. We have talked for so long. 24 minutes. That's okay. My story is short. I haven't seen you in two weeks. I know. All right. Who's going to go first? Um, Mine's short. I'll go. Oh, 
I just wanted to really shout out um, our friends over in Chicago, Boozy Betty's. Yeah, shout them out. Just so you guys know, I'm, I I freaking love this podcast called Boozy Betty's. There are two chicks, Chrissy and Hope. I listen to them every Thursday morning. I don't even know how I got onto their podcast. I just – it must have come up on Instagram like, you may like this. Mm. Went over, had a listen. They're hilarious. Uh, every week they do a one-hour podcast – they will talk about their favorite things that they've seen or heard or whatever. They do like an obsession of the week, obsession confession of the week. They'll do oh. a babe of the week. Cute. Um, and they have a, a shot of the week. They'll have a cocktail of the week. Oh, I thought you were going to say cock of the week. That's gross. Oh, Type of chicken. Wouldn't, Type of- wouldn't put it past them. They're great. Um, and they just talk about funny stuff that's happened. And um, sometimes they come up with really awesome cocktails as well. And if I've got the stuff in my Damn. house, like, I will make the cocktail. No way. Yeah, and they're just really funny chicks. And yeah, I just really like sick. them. And a couple of weeks ago, we were actually their babes of the week. So, oh. which is rad because I think Hope's babe of the week was freaking Adele. Okay, Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. we're nowhere near that sort of babe. And Chrissy's babe of the week was a twofer. It was us. That's wild. I know. Oh, my God. Can you send me the name of the episode where we're babe of the week? Uh, I did send it to you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, send it again, um, bitch. Yeah, I will. I will. But they're just really great chicks. I really enjoy their work, and I think they should be a lot bigger than what they are. So, yes. Amen. Yes. Amen, sisters. Okay. Let's go. Let's go, Did yo. you say you wanted to go first? Yep. Cool. Like ripping off a Band-Aid. Mine's really, really quick and um, to the point, but it's it's going to settle a lot of questions because even I was like, what the fuck? And it's I'm settling a rumour that was circulating. Is it that Arsimone was going to host Drag Race? <laughs> yeah, I, I have all the dicks. <laughs> I've hacked the main frame and I have all the emails, all the contestants. Yeah. Yeah. I've got Michelle Visage's personal Spotify, Spotify playlist and it's terrible. Oh, really? No, I don't. I'm joking. Okay. Um, so I'm doing the case well it's not really a case but i'm doing um annabelle the doll oh cool and the the rumor of annabelle um escaping the occult museum last year in 2020 do you remember that no okay so there was a yeah how does everyone know about this i don't know about this nodding where did she go well that's the thing that's what i'm going to talk about today jeez so what happened last year was um Annabelle went missing from the museum. And for those that don't know, Annabelle is locked. Yeah, she's in a glass case that says, here, I've written it down. Um, Warning, positively do not open. So Annabelle, for those of you who have never um, looked on the internet or gone into a blockbuster and have, well, no, Annabelle wasn't made when, (laughs) the movie Annabelle wasn't made when blockbuster was around, but, uh, there's a there's a horror movie called Annabelle and it's a doll um, that is cursed, right? Yes. If you don't know, then you need why are you listening to us? Cursed or possessed, one or yeah, the she's other. Possessed, sorry. Um, a Raggedy Ann doll. In the movie, she's not a Raggedy Ann doll. She's like a really um, detailed, quite a pretty doll, like I, a porcelain doll. Yeah, she's isn't got she? like a harsh. She looks like Pippi Longstocking. Yes, Pippi was like. Crossed with um, Alaska the drag queen type 
Yes. Yeah. She's more ornamental in the film, like yeah. more of a collector's item that looks like it's been left in the attic for like 80 years. Yeah, yeah, real clear skin. I'm very jealous of her at the moment because my skin's fucked from all the masks. Uh, but the original Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll, which is like these weird little, they're like, um, they're like the white version of Gollywogs. That's so true, isn't it? They're like these I never huge, thought of big it like white that. heads with huge big eyes and they've got red, like, uh, string hair, like wool. Like yeah, it's red like yarn. Wool. Yarn, yeah, yeah. And there was Raggedy Ann and then I think her brother was Raggedy Andy. So there yeah. was like a girl version and a boy version. I think version. so too. And her nose is like an upside down triangle. Yeah, she's creepy as fuck. Like her, yeah, the nose kind of makes her look like a skull. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's gross. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Annabelle, you're great. Look, I'm very superstitious when it comes to... um. She can hear you. Haunted dolls. I'm terrified of them. So Annabelle... Fuck yeah, good on you, girl. And damn COVID, but keep because it ass. means Letta can't come down to visit us oh, no, from no, Letter no, Me no, Out. No, 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 from no, New no. South Wales. No, no, can't no, no. Wait. It's my no. favorite haunted doll. I love him. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not. You can go and visit that doll. I'm not. I've. You're so coming with me, girl. You don't realize dolls freak me the fuck out. No, no, so no, no, nice. no, no, no. You don't call a doll Letter Me Out. <laughs> no 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 call it like no no name no get rid of it no uh put it in case do what they did with annabelle <laughs> respect to you annabelle i'm all in a powerful woman women <laughs> strong powerful women even if they're a demon yeah you know I, <laughs> fuck yeah anyway annabelle yes girl anyway let me can yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> Sorry. Let's go. <laughs> I've, I've got a long way to drive home. I don't want to crash my car. <laughs> Which is a thing. It's a thing. They will make you crash your car. Mm-hmm. Bad shit happens. Yep. Bad shit happens. Okay. So my sources today are Wikipedia and Alternative Press. So a little rundown of Annabelle. Um, not that I've just spent the past 10 minutes talking about her. So Annabelle, uh, the, well, the origin of Annabelle is um, – a student nurse was given the doll in the 70s, um, just like if you've seen the first Annabelle movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty – the intro is pretty similar to what actually happened. Um, the nurse started to say that the doll started to behave strangely um, and they got a psychic medium in who told the student that the doll was possessed by the spirit of a deceased girl named Annabelle. So the student and her roommate tried to – accept the um uh the spirit the spirit and try to like be nice to annabelle and you know talk to her like she was a little girl but then the doll started to like fuck around and get a little bit like a little bit cray cray she was getting worse she was doing scarier shit they'd find her in different rooms in the house they kept finding notes written from the doll saying help us yeah, it's pretty It's pretty cool. It gave me goosebumps. I love that part. <laughs> it's such a cool thing to write and leave in someone's house. Like next time I go to an acquaintance's house, I'm just going to leave a note somewhere in their house saying help us. And not ha- and just like... It was the red man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, guys. <laughs> okay, challenge of the week. Go somewhere and leave a weird note somewhere. I know what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I, I, I um, always write red rum in like shower, in hotel room <laughs> mirrors and shit. I've done it since I was a little kid. 
Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. It um it helps. It's therapeutic. It helps with the anxieties of this current climate. Mm. I liked how like sometimes I, I read that they would leave her in a room and then she would sort of change positions. Like she'd sort yeah. of cross her legs over and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite cute. Yeah, she was always like in a demonic kind of way. Doing a little pose. Yeah. Doing a little death drop. Boom. Like I'm I'm not writing creepy notes. I'm just looking out the window with yeah. my hand under my I'm chin. just a raggedy hand. Exactly. <laughs> um they ended up calling a detective in and um he actually touched Annabelle and um according to the Warrens, which come up in a minute. Our favourite. Well, your favourite. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're just dealing with Fly and Brian. We'll be there in a minute. <laughs> we just... Um, Brian's been lying. Bro, fucking... But he's trying. His, girl, your <laughs> Geminem is back in the building. Well, I've just... I've listened to that episode of ours a few times because I had to get some sound grabs yeah, for our, for our best so of funny. episode. So I think funny. it's it's back in season one. It was like it's episode one. six or something, the yeah. Donovans. Go back, Very check it out. Yeah. It's classic. Yeah. Crying Brian. Um, <laughs> so he, the detective touched Annabelle and something happened in his brain. We, he never told anyone what he actually experienced, but it affected him so badly that he quit his job and moved to the other side of the country. What? Yeah. So at this point, the student nurse contacted Ed and Lorraine Warren. Mm-hmm. And guys, do your research on Ed and Lorraine. They're cool. They're great. They have the fucking coolest – well, they had the coolest museum. Um, but there are some things that just don't line up personally. Okay. They're a bit – well, you, you – I, Look, I'm that kind of person that sees a magician and I don't want to know how they did it because I want to know that the magic is – Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I totally believe in a lot of the stuff they have in their museum. I wouldn't fuck with it. I would not fuck with it. Yeah, why? Well, it's, it's, it's like the Hildefurk, isn't it? It's like yes. most of Iceland doesn't actually believe in fairies and gnomes and elves, but they're like, well, yeah, but actually I'm not going to build my house near that bridge exactly. it might just anger an elf. Exactly. Like I wouldn't go into their museum and lick their cursed shit or like poke Annabelle. No. No, 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 no. no. Um, yeah, anyway, they took Annabelle and they took her back to their occult museum in Connecticut where they locked her up in a glass case which has chains and a padlock and a label that says, warning, positively, do not open. Mm-hmm. So flash forward now, guys, to August 2020. Can you remember that? It was horrendous. It was one of the worst. We went back to lockdown on, I think it was August 3rd. That was a I felt fun like the day. whole year was in lockdown. Um, no, we had like three weeks where we great. were in. Three weeks of what? <laughs> going to the supermarket. <laughs> yeah. I had dinner with a friend real quick. I can't even remember. <laughs> can't even remember. Um, okay, so we flashed to August 2020 where rumors started to spread that Annabelle was missing. Not only missing, but had escaped the case she was locked inside of and had fled the actual museum at 3 a.m. in the morning. How would they know that? Because um, there was footage, well, there, there was footage of an empty like Annabelle little, case. Like, her little doll legs, like running. <laughs> well, I, I swear, I sent you like a TikTok of the devil being in hell, getting a call from Annabelle, and in the background, Annabelle's like caused a car accident. And the devil's like laughing, and he's like, "Yes, yes, get them." Like, it's pretty funny. I'll repost it. Yeah. So now this is this is the funny part of this whole thing. Turns out this was all a massive fuck up. 
what had actually happened was an actress named Annabelle was being interviewed about co-star Tom Cruise in an action movie on YouTube. The action movie wasn't on YouTube. The, the interview was on YouTube. Yeah. And somehow there was a mess up with a Chinese to English translation with which plopped out, Annabelle has escaped. And then someone managed to edit Annabelle's Wikipedia to saying that she had escaped at 3am. So it was like some massive Annabelle fan has seen that, freaked out, and then started this whole chain of Chinese whispers. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was just a bad translation. So instead of, um, I think, making it because, – because there's a there's a Chinese YouTube. I think it's called Billaby or something. Mm. Um, and those translations are often pretty pretty bad. Vague. Yeah, very vague. And um, someone's obviously seen Annabelle has escaped. And if you just say the name Annabelle, you're going to think of the doll. Yeah. I cannot think Completely. of anyone at the top of my head now called Annabelle, who's an actress. Uh, what about that girl from Zombieland, the kid? Oh, Breslin th- or something. Breslin. Yeah, yeah. I think her name's yeah, Annabelle. Yeah. That's but that's the only one I can think of. Annabelle Breslin. No, I don't know. Is it Annabelle? No, Chris is shaking her head. <laughs> I can't. Well, it might be something She's like that. Chris is such a huge no, fan of No, it's Abigail. Abigail. It's Ab- yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't. I don't know anyone called yeah. Annabelle. I know a lot of cats called Annabelle. Oh. <laughs> now, um, the new owner of the Warrens Occult Museum, because Ed and Lorraine are both dead, mm-hmm. um, had to address the media because obviously the world went fucking crazy. Um, because it was 2020, people were already freaking out. Um, <laughs> news of one it's of the world. They're, they're like, fucking Annabelle has escaped. Um, news of one of the world's most haunted dolls escaping a highly secure museum, specifically for haunted dolls. That's a nightmare. Was icing on the cake for yeah. anyone in mid 2020, which exactly. it was. Because I remember when that news went out, everyone was like, God, what, what more could happen? Yeah. Um, the owner literally explained that he had moved Annabelle to the basement. Quote, Annabelle's alive. Well, I shouldn't say alive. Annabelle is here in all her infamous glory. She never left the museum, the owner says. The owner also says the museum has a high-tech security system, so he would know right away if Annabelle escaped. (laughs) Is it Zach Baggins? Um, no, it's not. You would think Zach would have jumped on that. Uh, he has his own museum. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> yeah, you'd talk think about cherry on top. Completely. Completely. You would think. Totally. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, one of the most famous haunted items. Completely. Let's put the rumors to rest, guys, he continues. I appreciate all the concern. I'd be concerned if Annabelle really did leave because she's nothing to play with. Mm. Turns out when the, muse- when the museum is experiencing high levels of activity, whether it be customers or activity from all the haunted treasures, certain members of the museum family need to be removed and hidden and protected. Maybe because they're more at risk or maybe because they're more powerful. Annabelle is one of these and she remains in her glass box but secured in a location away from the museum to avoid any shit to get out of hand. Can yeah. you still visit her? Um don't know about at the moment. Because you used to be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she, she'll be put back on display, definitely. But in the meantime, Annabelle has been just till moved to a safe location. Every, all this calms down. 
Yeah, but guys, check out um, the museum if you're in America. If you're in Connecticut, I'm very jealous of you. Yeah. We don't have anything like that in Australia. We have um, the giant worm, (laughs) which is horrendous. And um, abandoned now. Oh, the that makes it even scarier. Kind, no, the giant worm is kind of interesting. So for people that don't know, and which is probably 99% of you, mm. we have a giant worm in the middle of the countryside here in Victoria. Yep. This um, is our theme park. It's out like Gippsland Way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's literally on like a hill. It's, it's terrifying. About, what, 50 metres long? And yep. it's actually like a building. Like you can walk through it. Yeah, so you walk through the butt end or the mouth no it's the mouth i can't tell the I difference remember. and you just it was literally learning like about a, it was like a worm museum wasn't it yeah you're just learning about worms and i i was dragged there as a little kid gross and absolutely terrified me and then you get pooped out the other end but it's bizarre yeah 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 it's like <laughs> see you like being thrown out like rolling across the grass yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in um ace ventura when he's in the rhino suit and he's being like birthed out that was my head at the end of the worm. Uh, but a cool thing happened like a couple of years ago because the, the giant worm was left abandoned after mm-hmm. a while. Like the business closed down. It was left abandoned, overgrowing. So some like, you know, those people that go to abandoned places like for YouTube and stuff. Mm. They broke in there at night this Are one you night. serious? This is cool. And they were in there. They had torches and stuff. And they found this massive tank with this like – preserved giant shark in there. Um, I just could not. That place is so, the vibe is so weird. The vibe is, who thought, who was sitting in their lounge room one day or on their fucking lawnmower and they went, oh my God, I've got a business plan. I'm going to build a giant worm and put worms inside the worm and and play a constant digestive soundtrack and just have people come and look at worms inside a worm and then put a shark in it straya that is probably about as australian country as they yeah yeah it's just so random yeah 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 well you went you've been right no i've driven past you've driven past the worm and you never went in i want to drive past it again i'll do it girl i'm gonna do it tomorrow are you serious? No, no, tomorrow's movie day. <laughs> I've got so many movies. I had lunch with Sky Medusa yesterday. Oh, she's a babe. Shout and out. she's going to do a collab with me on my YouTube channel. But Cute. like, she's like an encyclopedia of horror movies. Yeah, yeah. And she's listing all these movies that we have to talk about. And I'm like, all right, I'm writing a list. So I like have to And as you're up. writing the list, you're drawing a worm because subconsciously you like. The list Something's was drawing as me towards the giant worm. As the giant Gippsland worm. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, that's where we're at. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for my story? Um, yeah, I cannot wait to hear about the famous people who live in Tennessee. Oh, we've come full circle. So my sources are the southernweekend.com and this will give it away, bellwitch.org. Oh, sick, and bell the bell witch. The bell witch. The bell witch. That has nothing to do with Miley Cyrus. 
this well. story takes place in Tennessee. So okay. famous people in Tennessee, we've got Miley Cyrus, we've yeah. got Justin Timberlake, and we've got the Bell Witch. Cute. The most famous of them all. Yeah. So this story centres around a family who lived in a place called Robertson County. And by the way, I am pretty sure I haven't done this story. You haven't. A, a lot of other podcasts have, but you haven't. Okay. Look, it's just one of those kind of like classics. Everyone that we're has cover. to cover the Bell Witch. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So in 1804, a man- I remember that year. <laughs> A man named John Bell moved his family from North Carolina to Robertson County. Um, And the name of the community, this little villagey area, was called Red River. But later it changed its name to Adams. Mm. I live in Adams. It's that time of the month. I've got the Red River. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Over the course of a few years, he purchased more land and finally he had around 328 acres. Damn. Bitch load of acres. That is a bitch load of acres. Which he planned to use for farming crops. And while he was there, he also became an elder of Red River Baptist Church. Great. Praise. Ah, No. How's that done? Um, So, I was just going to say... Victorian Esther probably wouldn't have been born yet. No, she's not till she's not for another like eighty years. <laughs> yeah, she's still a seed. Yeah, <laughs> some Victorian John Hester. <laughs> so, John Bell's wife's name is Lucy, and the Bell children were called Betsy, Richard, John Junior, Drury, Benjamin, and Jesse. Betsy Bell is the cutest name. That's cute. In 1817, the story really begins. One day, John Bell was in his cornfield when he saw an odd-looking creature sitting in the middle of a corn row. He is shocked because it's, it's got the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit with black fur. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> what type of dog? If it's like a chihuahua, then That's it's the probably question. just a hare. You know, or is it like a kelpie? Yeah. A sausage dog. It's like literally, it's, it sounds like a hare to me. Yeah. So Mr. Bell decides, obviously, because he's American, to shoot, yeah, to shoot great, at it. And, great. it. and it disappears. Later that night at the Bell household, the family hears sounds as if someone is banging on the outside of the house, throwing stones outside and scratching at the walls. Mm-hmm. The sounds started to happen every night and they got louder and stronger each time. Mr. Bell and his sons ran outside to try to catch whoever was doing it. It's like that scene in Signs. I love Signs so Mel Gibson much. and Joaquin Phoenix. They're they like, grab the bat. I'm going to get you and call the police. <laughs> oh, yeah. What does he say? He's like, he's trying to be like real scary, but he's not scary at all. Yeah, 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 because he's he's the priest and he can't swear. Yeah. Um, But when they went outside to catch whoever it was, they never found anyone. What was weirder, the younger children began waking up in the night and saying that rats were gnawing on their bedposts. Well, in your house, that's a normal everyday thing, isn't it? That's just Tuesday. (laughs) You know, um... (laughs) Um, by the way, we've got new babies coming up. Oh my God. Congratulations. Uh, so in 
So, and I guess, like, if you've got, like, an, a rat gnawing at the bedpost, it's got a very distinctive kind of, it's like, like, it's, I it's like very, the sound. It, it's, it, I don't know. I think it's quite nice. It, I'd go to sleep to that quite it's like happily. A, it's like a grindy. Yeah, it's like a satisfactory chewing of the wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Love it. So... And then their blankets of their bed started to get pulled off them and their pillows were thrown off the bed by someone they could not see um, that were also not rats. <laughs> You'd hope it wasn't a rat. So the Bell's youngest daughter, Betsy, who we're now going to call Betsy Bell, who was 14, seemed to be targeted by the entity and it pulled her hair and slapped her. Damn. Once... She woke up and her hair was actually knotted around the bedpost. Oh. Which, that's just, that's just rude. I knew you were going to say that. The entity also targeted John Bell and it said he want, it wanted to kill him. Oh, I know this one. Yeah. yeah. John gets hit with a bad, a bad one. A disembodied voice in the house sw- swang, sang hymns. Him. <laughs> Quoted the Bible and once even quoted word for word two sermons that were preached at the same time on the same day, 13 miles apart. Mm. Which I don't know how they would have found that out. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, now we can get together from you're from the city and I'm from Caram Downs and, you know, we'll be like, oh, I watch this show and I watch this show. But like it, 13 miles, like 200 years ago, is a lot. Like, if something happened 13 miles away 200 years ago, you're not going to well, hear about it. Maybe there's a mega fan, ch- a church mega fan. Yeah, maybe. And maybe they, like, transcribed it and, like, posted it all yeah, yeah. around town. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, soon everyone in the county knows about the weird things happening at the house, and they decide to call it the Bell Witch. The family tried to keep their haunted house a secret. But John soon told their neighbour, James Johnston. Johnston and his wife spent the night at the Bell home and they too witnessed the haunting occurrences. Johnston asked the entity its name and apparently it says Kate. So the family had an enemy in a local neighbourhood, like another family, Mm. called the Bats family. And there's a lady in the family called Kate who apparently had taken issue with the Bells buying so much land in the area. Yeah. She was, wasn't she like quite a strong-willed woman? Yeah, I've written she was known to be like an eccentric as yeah. well. She's kind of like they a woman. They kind of called like, her a witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm. Every town's got one. Apparently well, she would you're ask... You're the town bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Sehan thinks I'm a witch. You oh, know yeah, I she, am. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You are right. I will take that. Yeah. Um, apparently she would ask the women she met if they would give her pins. She's like Victoria Nesta. Oh, yeah. It's like a celebrity death match between Kate the Bell Witch and Victoria Nesta. Yeah, but buttons, you can't – they could sew. The ultimate garment. death match for s- sewing accoutrements. Just a, one of those pin button cushions. Pin, cu- <laughs> pin <Yeah>. button cushions. <laughs> At that time, there was... Wait, super- just, that reminds me, when I was a little kid and I had super bad anxiety, um, I used to 
buy things that I would carry around. And this is when I'm like 13. So I was a teenager. I shouldn't have, someone should have told me, Esther, don't do that. But I used to buy things that I'd like keep as like lucky charms on my person. So I'd be like, if I'm stressed, I just hold this thing. Right. Yeah. And as the years got, grew, I started buying dumber shit. Like I first started with a little, um, glass marble thing that I kept with me all the time and I'd put it like in my pocket and I'm like oh I feel sad let me hold my marble and then the That's next cute. year it was a little like silver unicorn statue but it had a really sharp horn so I'd like constantly be stabbing myself with it by accident and then yeah. it got to I bought this pillow this huge fucking pillow with a button in the center of it. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say with a butt, a dog's butt. Cause you've got a pillow with a dog's butt. Oh yeah. I do have a dog you butt You told pillow. us about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Um, no, but I would carry around a pillow with a big button in the center of it. And I think all the kids thought I was really weird, which I was, I was, I was, if I saw a kid doing that now, I'd be like, what a loser. It's a little bit eccentric. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I carried this. I went on the jet with this pillow button button pillow i don't think that's so weird i mean i once heard um you know the the beauty guru um samantha ravendahl she apparently in high school she used to carry around a bowling ball <laughs> and it was like it was like her thing that she was like the bowling ball girl. that's the best <laughs> my friend used to carry around a guitar that she called the tempitar every time she got pissed off she'd just smash it what? yeah that's so weird <laughs> So she would ask women she met, you got any button? No, pins. Oh you got any pins? At that time, there was a superstition that claimed that loaning a pin to someone gave that person control over mm. the lender. And these were like brooch pins, right? Um, I would presume it would be clothing pins, like for sewing. Because I, I back, back then, especially if, if you lived in a small country town, you, you You'd be making all your own clothes, right? Yeah, but would you be carrying around like pins? See, I thought it was like, or maybe a hairpin. So I don't know. Hat pin. Hat pin. Yeah, yeah. Could possibly. Have been yeah. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to what say? What women um, carried in their handbags in eighteen seventeen? Yeah. So people apparently hid their pins in case Kate came to their door. All right. No, we ain't got no pins here. We don't do, take our money, we, but don't take our pins. We buy our we buy our clothes from Kmart. We don't need pins. Yeah. A man from Nashville called Major General Andrew Jackson heard the story and came to visit with an entourage. Mm. Apparently, he later became president. Oh, of what? <laughs> of the town? The, no, the country. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not later that night, like later in his life. What the fuck? <laughs> as he uh, approached the house with his entourage, the horses stopped pulling the wagon as if it was too heavy. Jackson hollers, by the eternal boys, that must be the bell witch. A female voice told Jackson that they should proceed and that she would see them again later that evening. Wink, wink. And after that, the horses <laughs> come up to my room. After that, the horses got them safely to the house with no issue. One of Jackson's men claimed to be a witch tamer. Mm, fuck off. <laughs> and he claimed uh, to have a silver bullet that would stop the evil witch spirit. When the spirit did not appear as promised, he claimed 
that she had been afraid of his bullet. Of course. But then (laughs) this guy starts screaming and convulsing and saying he's been poked with pins and something invisible is beating him. Um, The force then literally kicks him out the door, like kicks him in the butt. Major General Jackson's men are freaked out at this point and they want to get out of there. Jackson wants to stay, but something unknown to us causes them to flee the house. So something happened Mm. after that. We don't know what it is and they just got out of there. And they are seen early the next morning heading back to Nashville. Jackson is said to have proclaimed he would rather face the entire British army than spend another night at the Bell House. Damn, I want to stay there. Yeah, it's quite cool. So Betsy Bell decides she wants to marry this local guy called Joshua Gardner. However... Betsy's 14, right? No, she's... Well... At this point, she's like 17, isn't she? Maybe a couple of years has gone by. Mm. Maybe she's like 16 or 17. I'm not really sure. So um, the disembodied voice repeatedly tells Betsy, don't marry this guy. And this happened so often that she actually called off the engagement on Easter Monday of 1821 and the dude moves away. Meanwhile, John Bell had started to get sick um, going back another year. Um, And by 1820, he was forced to stay in the house where the entity tormented him by removing his shoes, slapping him in the face and (laughs) screaming at him. Damn. (laughs) Removing his shoes... I kind of love that detail. It's so extra. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Because it's kind of like, here, you're sick. Let me look after you. I'll take off your shoe. Not and then you get slap. slapped over the face with your shoe. I, which has happened to me and it's <laughs> so painful. What? Yeah, I had a high heel to the face. That's horrible. I don't know. Tell me about it. Oh, my God. My cousins are weird. Um, so John finally died in December of 1820. Finally. After which his family found a small bottle of unidentified liquid in the cupboard. Uh, So they gave a bit to the cat and it died Mm, instantly. That's bullshit. Yeah. So they threw it into the fire and it burst into blue flames. Cool. So it's poison. The entity then said... um, I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him. Mm. Kate Batts was apparently seen at the funeral laughing. Okay, Kate. The entity went quiet after John's death, but returned in 1828 for three weeks to have theosophical conversations with John Bell Jr., so one of the sons. And apparently they talked about the origin of life, civilizations, Christianity... Uh, and spiritual reawakening. During these conversations, it predicted the Civil War and other events to come. Um, So speaking of visiting the house, unfortunately the house is no longer there. However, many people think that the land and a nearby cave known as the Bell Witch Cave is totally haunted, and you can visit that instead. In fact, there was a guy who apparently took a rock from the cave uh, while he visited, and he was cursed by the law of three. So in just three mm. days, his wife died, he lost his home, Fuck. and he lost his job. How? It's just... that's the Who curse. would fire someone who's 
wife just died. True, exactly. That's uh, that is some cold, cold blooded. <laughs> People say that they can hear invisible children playing invisible on the land. Children, yuck! And see candles in the distance. Oh. It is known as one of the most famous ghost legends in America. Yeah, and that is my take on the Bell Witch. Very cool. Did Very I miss cool. a bit about the tree? Is there a bit no, 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 no? There's, there's another one I'm thinking, but um, I think apologies if I missed anything. No, 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 you didn't. I was thinking of a wrong one, but um, there's rumors that John was actually molesting Bet- Betsy, Betsy Bell. Betsy Bell. Yeah, right. really? and that the the Bell Witch kind of possess possessions coming through her, like she was saying that she was hearing this witch Kate mm. talking to her was her dealing with the fact that she was molested. It was like a trauma response. Yeah. It was like a split, like a DID. I didn't read thing. that. Um, wow. Yeah. There's some like the girls at, and this is why we drink. Mm-hmm. They just did a bell, which. Oh, did they? And, oh, yeah. Crap. They go in depth. Oops. No, no, no. They are really, really well researched. Though. Real. Yeah. Well, that's, this is their job. I mean, like their research is ridiculous. They did um, a really great episode the other day, a few weeks ago, on um, Phoebe's fall. You know that girl in St Kilda that fell through the garbage chute. Wait, and this is why we drink, yes. and that's why we drink. Yeah, Christine did it. Oh yeah, and I know that story. It's a really, really good uh, telling. Of, oh my of god, that case. That case is insane. I can't remember Phoebe's surname. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go guys, go check out. And this is why we drink. They're a fantastic podcast. They do very similar stuff to what we do, but their their yeah, episodes are similar. like two and a half hours long, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, great. Very funny. Usually, so M will do a paranormal, and then Christine will do yes. a true crime. Yes. Um, and they're really, really great. They're really great. Mm. They're like future us. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. They're kind of like um, they're goals, aren't they? Yeah. Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. Anyway, you guys, um, that's it for us for today. Yeah. Unless you have anything to add? Um, um, uh, uh, yeah, subscribe to us. Yeah. Subscribe, follow, share, tell your friends, spread the word, give us a rating because when you subscribe and give us a good rating, it spreads. It's like the coronavirus. Sweet. Yeah, so just – Make it sp- sp- make something else spread in yeah. 2021 that isn't COVID. Awesome, you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So until next week, uh, be creepy. But don't be a creep. Praise. I don't know. <laughs> Hail Satan. I love Satan. I'm all for Satan. Um, I, I had a rat once who used to um, drag around a, um, a screwdriver. <laughs> People so and their things. Yeah, my cat steals chapsticks. <gasps> yeah, so cute. <laughs>